0: Hey guys, BFP four nineteen episode of the Blogging from Paradise podcast series. I'm here from beautiful Pedestine, Panama. You'll hear. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. That's the Pacific Ocean. We're right, maybe fifty, yeah, about seventy meters from the ocean. Beautiful place. You hear the breezes I'm doing this outside to really get you into the blogging from paradise feel I have been not quite up to podcast speed recently with some big shifts in my blogging campaign but I'm back and expect much less frequent podcast publishings but I will tend to go a little longer form, and we'll see how this uploads, this should be okay, we're about a minute in now, so a little more long form, we'll see if it uploads, if it doesn't, no big deal, I'll get back to it later or go shorter form. Anyway, today I wanna to talk about how to blog as a non-native English speaker, a couple of my readers who are ESL, English is the second language for them, are a fair number, a lot of Indian bloggers, some of the poly bloggers, bloggers from Africa, Pakistan. Of course, guys, English is not your first language. So they feel a little uncomfortable, a little scary at times. So I want to go over a few tips to help you be a confident, clear ESL blogger. So you'll be able to enjoy the ride, not really feel self-conscious or self-critical and to accelerate your success. Because when you're able to communicate with more of the world and a big part of the world speaks English, you will be able to grow your business, drive traffic, all those really cool things. And I'm watching a boat just flying by in the distance, it looks so serene. So let's dive into the tips, guys. Number one, you want to watch Netflix. Haha, right? Any streaming will work, but when you watch Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime, whatever's available in your country, even YouTube, when you listen to native English speakers conversing, communicating, you will dial in to how to speak English properly. Now, I'm not talking about the King's English per se, some type of perfect diction, eloquence, flawless grammar. You know that by listening to me and following my blog. By no means, my purist. But you will get comfortable with idioms and other expressions of speech It's just osmosis. Watch Netflix in English or YouTube or um, Spanish. I'm here in Spanish-speaking country. YouTube, Amazon Prime, Hulu. You're streaming. Network of choice, number two. Read fiction and non-fiction novels in English. Reading a novel is a commitment, so it'll take you a while, but when you expose yourself to highly skilled clear authors writing in English, you will learn similar to tip one through osmosis. So when you're reading someone who's a published author, in you fix your nonfiction works, these ideas, these words, these thoughts in English will keep popping up in your mind and your consciousness again and again. Then when you sit down to write a blog post, you'll not so much copy them, but you'll follow their lead. They'll employ some of the concepts that they use, some of the words. This is just learning through osmosis, guys. Read English, become a more skilled writer in the English language. Number three, follow English-speaking native bloggers or English native speakers, but make sure we're laid back because sometimes, guys, although it helps to have someone as a mentor who's super clear on grammar, you have to remember your audience. If most of your readers are, say, Indian, or most of them are Nepali or whatever country in Africa, Nigerian, Kenyan, and Cameroon, <coughs> if your readers are Pakistani, and obviously you're from the same country, these folks are not going to demand that you write in flawless English, like your grammar is impeccable, because it's not as important to them. They speak different languages, different dialects in India, Pakistani, Urdu, French in different African countries, right? So it's not a big deal. So laid-back bloggers, like someone like myself could be a good guy to follow because you'll get the fundamentals down. But I'm not obsessive, as you can tell by my presentation overall. So it'll be helpful, again, to learn through osmosis, but you won't feel self-conscious or nervous or anxious that your grammar isn't flawless or impeccable so be able to get out there in the world i empower you guys it's not about perfect again the word is flawless grammar no absolutely not just learn write you'll get clear your english writing skills will improve and you'll enjoy the ride my dog's obviously a peanut gallery All right, slow down versus rushing the English learning process. Don't make this like a task or a chore or something very high or very low energy, something like a job. You want to turn it into a process that's enjoyable. So you're just digging it, you're having fun with it. That takes the pressure off you so you will learn English more quickly and you'll write more skillfully, more seamlessly, because there won't be that added pressure of I have to get this done. Number five, speak videos in English with only your non-native talking head. Scary guys, but speaking a language helps you, in most cases, write more skillfully, confidently as well. It's gonna be uncomfortable to speak videos in English, whether they're live broadcasts on Twitter or Facebook or even to record and upload to YouTube or Rumble. It's gonna feel a little unpleasant, highly uncomfortable, You may lose your breath a little bit. That's what people report to me often. You'll feel self-conscious. You wanna pick yourself apart, but there's few better ways to become a confident English speaker, which then translates to your writing because when you could speak skillfully, clearly, those thoughts, those words in English will organize themselves in your mind when you're writing your next blog post. Number six, write 1,000 words in English daily for practice. Writing English for practice just in a Word doc and you could trash it after is the simplest, most straightforward, really easiest way. And it takes a lot of effort. But as far as ease, like you're sitting down to write, it's the best way to become a skilled English writer as an ESL blogger. Write, 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 not just when you're writing and publishing posts, but when you practice in a Word doc, the words will organize organize themselves more clearly and you will become confident through a simple, habitual practice. Seven, have fun with the English learning process. Enjoy the ride, guys. Again, you wanna go back, take out the pressure, the stress. You wanna go back to four, slowing down the process. And even number three, laid back bloggers that speak English, native speaker like myself. When you make it fun, You remove so much fear and heaviness, mental blocks, limiting beliefs that arise when you have a lot of tension around this. And number eight, commit 100% to being comfortable with writing and speaking English. Don't cop out, guys. Don't cower. Don't shy. Don't sprint back to your comfort zone and say, forget it. I'm just not going to publish as often or play it safe or I'll just only network with people who speak my native tongue because number one you're listening to this podcast and you're reading my post which will be coming out soon or actually on this topic but you're cutting yourself off from so many billions of people who speak english who are even if they're not super fluent think of all bloggers in india that speak english either fluently or semi-fluently and can communicate in the language Then you realize when you can't write at least somewhat clearly and confidently and cogently, so people understand you in that language, for better or for worse, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but you're going to cut yourself off from a lot of bloggers who only be able to communicate with you in that language. Now, of course, in a place like India, again, you're going to find, yes, you'll have a lot of your countrymen who will speak your native tongue. But again, think about all the bloggers in the US, the tens of millions of bloggers and in England, and Australia, and throughout Europe, and then really throughout the world, Africa. I mean, it's amazing, right, when you think about it. So like it or not, English seems to be the common binding language in humanity because it is the language of money. So much around business is in English. who kind of is, love those words, right? Human race decided to choose this language as a language of commerce. All kind of agreed on it. And it'll probably be that way for a while. So these are the tips, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you share it with your friends, Twitter, Facebook. Send it out to your list, wherever you want to. You can even embed it in your next blog post. Until next time, you know what to do. Signing off from beautiful Pettis in Panama. Enjoy Paradise All.